Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 39 of The Christian's Daily Walk by Henry Scudder. Number three. What is to be done when you cannot find that you are upright, whereas heretofore sometime you did hope that you were? Do not presently conclude you are an hypocrite, but look back unto former proofs of uprightness. And though you have for the present lost your evidence and assurance of heaven, yet give not over your possession of what you have had nor your hope. A man that has once had possession of house and lands, if his estate be questioned, will seek out his evidence. And suppose that he has laid aside or lost his evidence thereof, yet he is not such a fool as to give over his possession or his right, but will seek till he find his evidences or if he cannot find them, will search the records and get them from thence. So must you in this case. You must seek for evidence again. Psalm 51.12 However, cleave fast to God and to his promises. Acts 11.23 Job 13.15 and 16 Frequently renew your acts of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ and continue to persevere in the ways of godliness as you are able. And you shall not be long before you shall know that you are upright, or if you attain not unto this, yet be sure the Lord will know you to be his. 2 Timothy 2.19 Though you do not so certainly know that he is yours. But more of this when I shall speak of peace of conscience. But in trying my uprightness, I find many of the signs of hypocrisy in me. I do not find myself to be so universal in my respect to all God's commandments as I should. I do not hate all sins alike. I find myself inclined to one sin more than another and I am readier to neglect some duty than other. I cannot so thoroughly seek God's kingdom as I should. I am readier to find fault with others than to amend my own conduct, etc. I find that I am not so constant as I ought to be in holy duties. And I have too much respect to myself in all that I do, and too little to God's glory. In reading all the notes of hypocrisy, except the last, I find hypocrisy, nay, much hypocrisy to be in me. Must I not, therefore, judge myself to be a hypocrite? No. For truth of uprightness may be in the same person in whom there is sense of much hypocrisy. Nay, this, to feel hypocrisy with dislike is 
the certain evidence of truth, of uprightness. Indeed, if you felt not thus much, you might fear you were not upright. All that you have said, if it be true, only proves that you have hypocrisy remaining in you and that you feel it. You must remember, I told you, that not the having, but the reigning of hypocrisy makes an hypocrite. Besides, a man may have sin, a, may, a man may have an universal respect to all God's commandments, and yet not an equal respect to all. If you see and bewail your sin and fight against your hypocrisy when you feel it, assure yourself you are no hypocrite. Number four, what if a man finds indeed by these notes of hypocrisy that it does reign in him? He must know that he is, for the present, hated of God and in a damnable state. Yet his state is not desperate. If the hypocrite forsake his hypocrisy, and become upright. He shall not die for his hypocrisy. If this be true of a sinner's forsaking all sin, then it is true of this in particular, of forsaking his hypocrisy. But in the uprightness wherein he lives, he shall live. Ezekiel eighteen, twenty-one and 22. What Christ said to hypocritical and lukewarm Laodicea, Revelations 3.19, that I say to all such, they must be zealous, they must amend and be upright. Hypocrisy is as pardonable as any other sin to him who is penitent and believes in Christ Jesus. Isaiah 1, 11, 16, 18. By this which I have written, you may plainly see one that you ought to be upright, two, what it is to be upright, three, whether you be upright or no. It concerns you, therefore, to hate and avoid hypocrisy and to love and embrace sincerity, which that you may do, make use of the motives and means which follow in the next sections. Section 5. Dissuasives from Hypocrisy and Motives to Uprightness. If you would abandon hypocrisy, consider the dissuasives taken from the evils and mischiefs that accompany it where it reigns, and how troublesome and hateful it is where it does not reign. The evils of hypocrisy where it reigns. First, hypocrisy takes away all the goodness of the best actions. They are good only in name, not in deed. The repentance and obedience of a hypocrite is none, because it is feigned. His faith is no faith, because it is not unfeigned. His love is no love, because it is not from a pure heart without dissimulation. 
1 Timothy 1.5. Judge the same of all other graces and good actions of a hypocrite. Secondly, all the good actions of a hypocrite are, together with himself, wholly lost. Luke 8.25, Matthew 7.22, 25, 11, and 12, such as preaching, hearing, praying, almsgiving, etc. Thirdly, hypocrisy, in whom it reigns, does not only take away all goodness from the best gifts and actions and cause the loss of all reward from God, but it poisons and turns the best actions into most loathsome and abominable sins, Isaiah 66, 3, insomuch that in those good works wherein the hypocrite seems to make haste to heaven, he still runs post to hell. For such allowed hypocrisy is worse than professed wickedness, Revelation three fifteen. It is so odious in God's sight that for it he will plague those in whom it rules with his severest judgments. For the hypocrisy of men professing the truth brings the name, religion, and best services of God into disgrace and contempt, Romans 2, 24, and causes the best actions and best men to be suspected. For such as have not spiritual wisdom to judge rightly, stumble thereat, and forbear the exercises of religion, and the company of those that are religious, ignorantly judging all who profess that religion to be alike. Besides, hypocrisy is high treason against God, for it is a gilding over and setting the king's stamp upon base metal. It is tempting and mocking of God to his face. Psalm 78, 36. A sin so abominable that his holy justice cannot endure it. God's just judgments upon hypocrites. Fourthly, God's judgments on such hypocrites are manifold. For this cause, God gives them over to believe lies, 2 Thessalonians 2, 10 and 11, Hebrews 6, 5 and 6, even popery or any other damnable error or heresy. Hence it is that God gives them up many times to fall from seeming goodness to real wickedness and from one evil to another, Luke 8.18, even unto final apostasy, Hebrews 10.25.26. And at last, when God takes away a hypocrite's soul, he is sure not only to lose his hope, which adds much to his hell, Job 27.8, but to be made to feel that which he would not fear, 
being ranked with those sinners who shall be punished with the greatest severity in the eternal vengeance of hellfire. Matthew twenty four fifty one. For after that, a hypocrite has played the civil and religious man for a while upon the stage of this world. His last act, when his life is ended, is to be indeed and to act to the life, the part of an incarnate and tormented devil. He shall have his portion with the devil and his angels. Matthew twenty five forty one. <clears throat> when fearfulness has surprised the hypocrites, who shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who shall dwell with everlasting burnings? Saith the prophet Isaiah thirty three fourteen. Happy were it for them if this warning might effectually awaken them out of this damning security. The evils of hypocrisy, though it doth not rain. Consider likewise that hypocrisy does much harm even where it does not rain, and that more or less, according as it is more or less mortified. For first, it brings the soul into a general consumption of grace, no sin more so. Secondly, it blinds the mind and insensibly hardens the heart, no sin more. Thirdly, it makes a man formal and careless in the best actions. Fourthly, it causes fearful sins and decays of grace. Fifthly, it deprives a man of peace of conscience in such a manner that a spiritual physician can hardly suggest any hope or comfort to him on whose conscience lies the guilt of hypocrisy. Yea, hardly to him that does but fear he is guilty, for he refuses the comfort of his good affections and actions, saying, All that I did was but in hypocrisy. Lastly, besides that, it brings many temporal judgments. It causes a man to lose many of his good works done in hypocrisy. Second John 8, 1 Corinthians 3, 15 Though through God's mercy he lose not himself because he is still found in Christ and Christ's spirit of uprightness reigns in him. This concludes episode 39 of Henry Scudder's The Christian's Daily Walk.